0: promotional consideration for growing greater philadelphia provided by the associated builders and contractors of eastern pennsylvania this is the growing greater philadelphia podcast bringing you more of the interviews and stories
1: from the growing greater philadelphia radio program now here's matt cabry so without a doubt, there is a renaissance that is happening across the 11-county community of northern Delaware, southern New Jersey, and Southeastern Pennsylvania. We can see it happening in King of Prussia, out in Montgomery County. We can see it in downtown Wilmington in Newcastle County. We certainly see it in Center City, Philadelphia, with lots of growth and an explosion of economic activity that is really blanketing the region. And certainly, we're seeing it more and more. There's No better example, perhaps, than what we're seeing in Camden City, Camden County, New Jersey. And that's one of the reasons that we're really excited to welcome two guests today to our Growing Greater Philadelphia program. And we have with us Bill Mowen, who is a Camden County freeholder. Bill, it's great to have you. Thank you for having me. And we're also pleased to welcome Ruben Rodriguez. Ruben is part of the communications leadership team for a company called American Water. Ruben, thanks for joining us. Great to be here. Thanks. Absolutely. So I want to start off, Bill, if I could, with your perspective on what's happening in Camden, what's happening in Camden County. And frankly, that could even ripple out into southern New Jersey because clearly there's something special that's happening. And if you could capture for us from your view, not only as a freeholder, but as a resident who's a proud native of Camden County, of what you attribute this excitement to. Sure. I can state it plainly in
2: saying that Camden is rising. Camden, as you'd mentioned, I've lived here in the city of Camden for over four years now. My family has roots here. I can tell you just from my household dinner conversations growing up and even to this day when I visit my parents, hearing the stories of what Camden was, And unfortunately, some of the maybe the downturn that Camden had experienced in the late 1900s. And now we're seeing a resurgence here in the city of Camden that I would argue is unprecedented, not just for the city of Camden, not just for cities in New Jersey. But I think someday someone will be writing a book about what's
1: happening here in the city of Camden in 2018. It's certainly a story that's worth being told, that's for sure. And you do come at it from a really unique perspective because, as you mentioned, your family roots were pretty deep in the city of Camden, and you grew up just outside of the city because of some of the challenges, some of the peaks and valleys and what has been for too long a valley in the city of Camden. So you are able to not only observe what's happening in the city of Camden, but your family's perspective that I suspect has, has certainly influenced you around the kitchen table as you're talking about the history of your family and the history of the city and the history of the great garden state of New Jersey has to influence you. And certainly, it probably influenced you to get into public service as well.
2: Absolutely. My family has lived that, uh, that story. My grandfather and my grandmother, they raised my mother and her siblings in the Cranmer Hill section of Camden. They worked for RCA. They actually, I found out within the last few years when I moved back to Camden to the RCA Victor building Mm -hmm. that my grandmother worked in that building. Wow! Um, So for me, it became a full circle story. Um, But I think that that's not just um, one experience or one example. I think if you were to go across the city and across the county and speak to different households, different residents, you will learn that there are ties to the city of Camden that go back generations. And with those ties come a pride that mm-hmm. so many of our our families and residents have and i think it's going to add to that story that's
1: being told and really being played out now absolutely and and i don't want to lose this i want to capture the spirit of this bill what you just described because frankly i got a little bit of a chill when you told me that you live at the rca victor building and your grandmother used to work there. Yes. So you're probably walking, frankly, the same hallways, the same entrance, the same sidewalks that your grandmother walked.
2: Yes. I'd like to tell myself that, and I often do. And I think with that comes, a, again, a pride that um, that is unique. And I think that as you go about the city and go about the county and have those conversations, you realize how much more prevalent uh, those kinds of stories are. And not to say that they're, they're Camden-specific. You could probably go to other cities and see that. But identifying those stories and holding on to them, and being able to preserve them and add them to the resurgence to show a full circle a redevelopment in the city, and uh, you know a resurgence again, Camden Rising, I think adds to it in a way that um, is extremely special. I, I think for my
1: generation, and as folks begin to look back on that full circle and on the history of the city. Totally, and I want to also dive into your passion for public service, and and I'll tell you where I'm going with this, because I do want to acknowledge and bring into the conversation in just a moment our friend and colleague from American Water, Ruben Rodriguez, because American Water is one of the ingredients that is really adding to the growth of Camden. But before we get there, you had a vision to get involved and make positive change happen as a public servant, tell us about your inspiration for doing that. Sure. And this inspiration goes again back to Camden.
2: Uh, my grandfather served in World War II uh, with the United States Army, grew up in Kramer Hill, ended up going and fighting in Europe and Italy, uh, where he lost his eye fighting in battle. So I grew up, me at a very young age, seeing my grandfather with a pair of glasses with one shaded lens. And you begin to attribute that in asking questions and observations to uh, a sense of patriotism that I think was instilled in me at a very young age. And so between seeing that where my grandfather lived his life, living his war scars on his face, and then um, having him and my grandmother and my mother talk about what Camden once was, I think that You know, that combination instilled in me a passion for public service at a very young age to the point where I said to myself upon graduating from high school that I wanted to put myself in a position where I could make it back to Camden and positively contribute in the way that I think my parents, my grandparents, my great-great-grandparents would be proud of me and and ultimately proud of that that legacy that hopefully will be built over time, just like the city of Camden. We expect um, a ton of progress, and we've already seen that, and we expect uh, much more to come.
1: I suspect your grandparents and your entire family, they have to be proud of you, Bill, because you took action. You know, it's one thing to talk about bringing about change, but you did take action. You're a proud graduate of Rowan University. You went on to master's program at uh, the Fells Institute at the University of Pennsylvania, specific to government affairs and good policy and public policy, learning about that. And then you ran for elected office and got elected because you want to bring about some positive change. And I, and I really give you a lot of credit for taking action. Not a lot of people do that. One of the things, speaking of taking action, that I really give a lot of credit to former Governor Christie when it comes to providing the tools that economic developers need to infuse change in our communities. And we see it happen in Pennsylvania and in Delaware. It goes through, again, peaks and valleys. And a couple years ago, Governor Christie got approval from the appropriate legislative leaders in the state of New Jersey for a bucket of funds that be used to attract and retain businesses. How much of an impact has that program had on changing the dynamic in New Jersey?
2: Sure. So the Economic Opportunity Act of 2013 was legislation that provided incentives to certain cities in the state of New Jersey, including the city of Camden, that would allow for certain companies, certain businesses to take advantage of certain credits that would be available for them if they were to relocate or locate their business in a certain portion of those cities. I give a lot of credit. And as you mentioned, Governor Christie was the the governor that signed this bill in the law. But locally, I think it's important to uh, acknowledge the work that Our now Congressman Donald Norcross, who was then the state senator from the 5th District at the time, Mm -hmm. uh, who was the sponsor of this legislation. So then State Senator Donald Norcross, as well as State Senate President Steve Sweeney from the 3rd District, Mm -hmm. they, they were the architects of this legislation. I think for the city of Camden, it was being able to acknowledge that that leadership took place and resulted in this. But then you also had an effort at the local levels of government from then Camden Mayor Dana Red, mm-hmm. as well as the Camden County Board of Freeholders, and many others that came to the table and realized that this was an opportunity for the city to really take a, a positive step forward with the assistance of state incentives such as these. And I think that that those have resulted in um, the story that we're able to tell now.
1: Absolutely. It's Moving the needle in a way that we've never seen before and to your point I really appreciate and and this shouldn't be lost on us the collaboration the partnership regardless of party affiliation for legislative leaders like Norcross and Sweeney to work with Christie to to compromise and come together and bring about a package that has meaning for everybody and one of the favorite fun facts I have about economic development in this region is about 52% of the funds that have been invested so far in New Jersey have been invested in Southern New Jersey. And I think that would surprise most people knowing that then Governor Christie really is more associated with Northern New Mm -hmm. Jersey than he is Southern New Jersey. But the reality is there's a fairness and there's an equity of distribution of where those funds are needed the most. And we're seeing that clearly in Camden.
2: Yes. and, And I think this is often overlooked, but I think it's an important point to be made It's very easy for folks in politics to just identify by your party affiliation and decide to uh, not find those areas of compromise. And I think that this is a perfect example of, as you mentioned, Republicans and Democrats working together to find out those areas of mutual interest, areas where you can both find support for something and then work towards accomplishing that goal. And I think in this case... That goal was not just the city of Camden, not just South Jersey, but many different cities in the state of New Jersey that were in need of investment and um, finding that interest and the ability to work together with not just the governor, not just the Senate president, but you literally needed legislators from across the state to embrace this, to vote yes to allow for this to happen. And now we are realizing the benefits of this happening. And I think, again, it's a credit to the bipartisanship that's occurred in Trenton.
1: It's something that we could be using a lot more of in Washington, to be frank. Folks, that's Bill Moen. Bill is a Camden County freeholder in Camden, Southern New Jersey. He was elected back in November of 15. So for now, a little over three years, he's been part of the leadership from a legislative perspective that is bringing about some positive change in Camden County and certainly in the city of Camden, where Bill lives. And right across the street from where Bill lives in the RCA Victor building is where a lot of the transformation is happening. And this is a a good transition to welcome in our next guest who's here with Bill. His name is Ruben Rodriguez, and Ruben is part of the communications leadership team for American Water. Ruben, thanks again for being with us. Absolutely. Ruben, you and your team at American Water made a choice several years ago to invest and grow, not just in New Jersey, not just in Camden County but you took a risk to invest in the city of Camden by building your new US headquarters there. Share with us a little bit more about how that came about and what your team is uh, is passionate about when you think about this process.
0: You know, to tell you the truth, the American Water company coming in Camden is more it's more than just a building. You know, Camden is our new home, it's being part of the community. It's being a responsible corporate citizen and identifying and participating in different ways. We want to contribute to this revitalization of the city. As Bill referred to, you know, there were tax incentives, and like Amazon, given the opportunity, any
1: company would have to consider those tax incentives when making a decision, especially publicly traded companies. That's what you're being held accountable for Absolutely. By your shareholders.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but the final decision for moving is more than just a tax incentive. Sure. It's consideration for the community that you are actually going to uplift. And those incentives almost play a second, second fiddle
1: sure. to what you can do to that community where your new home is. That's right. And it's what often gets lost in these kinds of dialogues around incentives in general and tools in the economic development toolkit is the ripple effect. And I'd love for you to share with us a little bit more about what I would call the facts and figures of American water. How large is your shop? How many folks work at the new building in Camden? And that's going to have the ripple effect into the fabric of the neighborhood of Camden.
0: Yeah. Investor-wise, we're a, we're a $15 billion cap company. Mm-hmm. But more on the regional basis, that headquarters is going to house 700 employees from American Water. And the best thing about that is that we can tout the fact that we know that 11 of those folks work for our contract services group. Two of those folks work for New Jersey American Water. So Mm -hmm. we're contributing already to providing jobs for those Camden residents. In fact, my shop, we actually put a job description out. We actually posted a job for an external affairs position to be a conduit into the community. This is how important
1: it is to us. That's a really great example. I mean, when a company moves into uh, any neighborhood, it's one thing to your point where you just have a presence there because you're taking advantage of or you're uh, implementing specific initiatives that are driven by the needs of the business. But it's another to actually become part of the neighborhood, to actually live it and want to be part of the positive change that we see happening. And and to your point, that's clearly what's motivating the team at American Water.
0: Yeah, and absolutely. And it's vision as well. You know, we foresee a ripple effect, like you said. Mm -hmm. It's not just us being in Camden. It's the other companies making an investment. It's becoming that diamond in the rough. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, we're going to have other companies seeing that there is an opportunity there, be it entertainment companies, service companies, utilities. There is an opportunity in Camden to be successful as a business
1: but to also be successful as a corporate citizen. And folks, I want to shift gears a little bit because those who are regular listeners to our radio and podcast program here on Growing Greater Philadelphia, know that we at Select Greater Philadelphia, we're really focused on the 11 county neighborhood. And we call that neighborhood Greater Philadelphia. It's Northern Delaware, it's five counties in Southern New Jersey, and it's five counties in Southeastern Pennsylvania. But there's no doubt why I'm bringing this up that the connection between the city of Philadelphia and the city of Camden is strong. Yeah. There is a connection that goes beyond just the day-to-day typical normal places where people live and work. It's a bond of of folks who either have roots in Philadelphia and now live in New Jersey, or have worked in Camden and now live in Philadelphia, or vice versa. It's what I like to call the one big neighborhood effect, and I encourage everybody to think of the 11 county community as as one big neighborhood. And where I'm going with this for both Ruben and for Bill is share with us some of the assets. That you know and love being a native to Camden County and of the greater Philadelphia region.
2: Sure. I think from my perspective in in growing up in this region, I think that there is a true sense of pride that exists in folks that are from or call the greater Philadelphia region home, uh, that call South Jersey home. I also think that there is this willingness um, to look after one another that in my travels, I think I would argue is something that we here in this region would find more evident than perhaps other places. And I think that, again, going back to earlier in our conversation, I think that has to do with this, these threads interwoven together that folks can look back and identify that their families were from this area and you grew up next to somebody who now lives uh, you know, in a certain town in South Jersey or another town you know, we have students that uh, may run into other students at some of our local universities that realize just in conversation that you know their families, uh, their grandparents, grew up next to each other in the city of Camden or in Philadelphia. Right. I think all of those things together, being that we are an older city, an older region, those stories go decades, centuries yep. back, and I think that that's uh, something unique to this region. I also think that there is an energy that exists in, in our region. And I think uh, in talking with Ruben about this, uh, that we can look at sports. I think using sports as an example, we are now the Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles. That's uh, right. I think that there's many parallels that can be made to, um, to the passion that exists in our sports and
1: the passion that exists in our heritage. Absolutely. The the sports kind of connection binds us all together, regardless of our address or our zip code. We're all supporters of the Philadelphia Eagles or the Philadelphia Phillies. And, yes. And you're right. It's one of those points of pride and passion for all of us. Yeah. You know, one of the areas that I really think about, and it's it's actually due to luck, frankly, and, and Ruben, I want to turn to you on this one because I know you have ties to, to one of the areas I'm about to mention. But the area that I'm referencing, or I should say the asset that I'm referencing is access and proximity. And I often turn this upside down and I encourage people to think about the fact that it's actually New York and DC that benefit from being so close to Philadelphia and to Camden than the other way around. And as a publicly traded company like American Water, I know there's a benefit to being able to shoot up to New York Meet with the financial leadership and investor community and then come back to this beautiful community in southern New Jersey. And I also know there's a a benefit being a highly regulated industry like a utility to be able to shoot down the D.C. for the day or two meet with the appropriate regulatory folks, and then come back to this beautiful community in Camden, Greater Philadelphia area, and knowing that you were actually born and raised in the Greater Washington area, welcome to Greater Philadelphia, by the way, I'd love (laughs) to get your perspective on how you view our access and proximity, not only from a business perspective, but from a a lifestyle perspective as well.
0: Well, I think, uh, you know, access and proximity is key to conducting business as a whole be it you're walking down the hall from your CEO and exposure or being in the Philadelphia area, being in Camden, you know, between New York and Washington, D.C. So, you know, it's an easy trip, like you said, to New York to speak to our investors. It's an easy trip to D.C. to address a political issue or a bill. So that strategy did not go unnoticed. It did not go unvetted by us. But one thing I wanted to touch on was the interesting thing about Philadelphia and D.C., where I come from, is that there is a passion for the cities. Mm -hmm. But there's also a history, a patriotic history that I think is a thread that runs between both cultures. Sure. How they support their city, how they support their elected officials Mm -hmm. is also a key element. But the other thing is that the D.C. area is also a neighborhood. You have D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Right. And the interesting part is, and parallel is, that like D.C., the Potomac is not a barrier. So the Delaware is not a barrier here. It's a conduit. It's a conduit. Yeah. That's exactly it. You know, both cities have wonderful transit systems. So people can get from one of those neighborhoods to the other neighborhood fairly easily yeah. and economically. Yeah. But, again, that location, that accessibility to services, not only transportation, but uh, maybe medical services, food services. We can talk about social services as well. Sure. Where I live in Philadelphia, I am right across from a social services office. So, And it's great to see people there early in the morning mm-hmm. helping people in need. So yep. there is a passion to embrace the community here. And that's one thing I did I did notice, is that this city, Camden, Philadelphia,
1: are full of passionate people, f- passionate, friendly people that want to do good. Absolutely. And for me, I capture that, actually, Ruben, in the spirit of talent. And each of you, Ruben and Bill, in your own respective ways, Embody that spirit of talent that we have in the greater Philadelphia region. Highly educated talent, but also talent that's fit for the needs of our community, whether it's uh, vocational and skilled in the labor space or whether it's a much more sophisticated level of tech talent or financial services talent or life sciences talent like we see at Cooper and that we see at Penn and that we see at all these other life sciences entities that are defining the future of health and research. And I really wanna to turn to each of you guys to talk a little bit about that in terms of talent because Bill, I know being a product of uh, Southern New New Jersey schools and graduating from Rowan University, and then choosing to uh, go through a very robust and focused program at Fells, you've seen talent evolve over time as well. Yes, and
2: I can tell you that um, from my perspective on the Freeholder Board, Camden County has realized that as we are embracing these new companies and these new businesses that are coming to the city of Camden and to the county. Camden County is going to be taking the lead, and we've already taken steps to do this. But we realize that one of the most important things that we can be doing as government over time is to ensure that there is a pipeline being built for our local residents that may have not had employment of this type in the past to be able to uh, find a way to being hired at one of these companies if they're qualified and they have an interest in applying for a position here. And if I can, I'd give you one example. Please. Within the last month, I visited EMR, which is a Eastern Metal Recycling. They're uh, one of the other companies that are here in the city of Camden. They have opened a, um, and it's more or less an automobile demanufacturing facility in the city. I toured the facility with our congressman and the mayor, Frank Moran of Camden. And I met a gentleman uh, who was from the city of Camden, 35 years old. I had asked him how he was feeling. And he had said to me that he's lived in in the city his entire life. Mm -hmm. This was the first opportunity that he could find in the city of Camden where he could get a full-time job with benefits, a pension in all of his adult years of working. He said this the first opportunity he could find where he didn't have to leave the city hmm. to go find that, but wow. he could find it here in the city of Camden. And for me, that sort of, again, as we talked about earlier, that brings this full circle in, in that realization that we have companies like American Water coming here, we have companies like EMR, the 76ers, Subaru. These are going to be opportunities, and if government is doing our job, we're Mm -hmm. going to make sure that residents that want to work there, whether it's through training programs, college education, job fairs, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to take those steps to make sure that that pipeline is created and that we're making sure that if somebody wants a job that lives in Camden County or Camden City— that we're putting them in a position to be able to attain
1: that job. It's all about workforce and workforce development. And that story you just shared is a perfect example of that. And I love the story of EMR because many folks may not know they're a UK headquartered company. They wanted to enter the U.S. market in a very specific way for their aftermarket auto parts recycling initiatives. And they chose to be in Camden, which is a really telling story about what's happening in Camden. And you mentioned not only is it American Water, it's And it's whole tech and it's the port of Camden and it's EMR and it's other companies that are providing a variety of opportunities for residents to grow their careers professionally and personally provide for their families and really be that catalyst for growth that we're seeing in the city of Camden and in the county of Camden here in southern New Jersey and in greater Philadelphia as well. Yes, it's excellent. I I really love that example. And Ruben, from your view over at American Water, I have to suspect there's a variety of needs when it comes to talent, engineers, and financial services, and human resources, and you name it, there's there's opportunities.
0: Yeah, we are a utility, but we have every single one of those basic business departments. And uh, we do truly believe that, you know, there's a great workforce pool in Camden. Mm -hmm. And we realize that our human resources department realizes that. And as I stated earlier, we, you know, we're hiring for one job in Camden. That's external affairs, which will allow us to identify more in Camden and create more programs. You know, we work with Camden already. I mean, if you've heard of HopeWorks, they train in software, a nonprofit that trains in software. They're actually training in our software that we use. Very cool. Um, Yeah, Yeah. it's an excellent program. And then, you know, we work with Lucy Outreach. So they're providing guidance for youth, you know, on a cultural basis, resume building, preparing them for college. They have a 99% graduation rate there Mm -hmm. already. Um, These are underserved youth. So to be able, again, to come into Camden, lift them up, and uh, work with these organizations to make sure that that workforce
1: pool remains constant Mm -hmm. is a privilege. So, folks, we at Select Greater Philadelphia, we love our fun facts. And I'm going to use this as an opportunity to transition to a couple fun facts with some questions for our two guests, Ruben Rodriguez, who's part of the communications leadership team at American Water, and uh, Camden County freeholder Bill Mowen. And Ruben, I'm going to start with you. I may be at a disadvantage here. (laughs) No, these are good fun facts. The fun fact for Ruben is you recently chose to relocate from Washington, D.C. to the Greater Philadelphia region to be part of the American Water Team. And my question for you on that fun fact, Ruben, is what was your perception of Camden and Greater Philadelphia having been born and raised in the Greater Washington area? And how hard was it for you to say, I'm going to make this transition from this community here to the Greater Philadelphia neighborhood?
0: Yeah, well, personally, American Water gave me a wonderful opportunity. And during the interview process, I think that's, you know, hoping that I'd get the position. I made the decision already that this is a great community. I think uh, being part of a growing community, being exposed to Camden and what's going on there, an identical thing happened at the D.C. waterfront. And I have experienced this personally, and I have nothing but but optimistic and positive ideas for what will happen in the Camden area on the Camden waterfront. But again, this is a town that is full of passionate people, a town that is full of welcoming people. And uh, the transition was much easier than I anticipated,
1: and there are no regrets. It sounds like it's uh, been a great transition for you, and we're thrilled to welcome you to the greater Philadelphia area, because frankly— You're part of the story that we like to celebrate. We want more folks to choose to come here and make their home in southern New Jersey, in southeastern Pennsylvania, and in northern Delaware. It's an infusion of talent that's helping to ripple across our economic vibrancy as well. So now, Ruben, it's time for a fun fact for our Camden County freeholder. (laughs) I'm not sure how many people know this. I suspect it might be a pretty well-known fact for you, Bill, but uh, the fact that you are the youngest freeholder ever elected to the state of New Jersey. Is that fair?
2: I think it is fair. I think um, we might have to go back a couple decades or centuries uh, to confirm it, but I, I've heard that quite often in my
1: travels. Uh, yeah. I haven't had time to look into it, though. Yeah. So my question for you in that spirit is, what do you share with a young person who's, you know, maybe they're still in high school, maybe they're transitioning into college, maybe they're getting ready to transition out of college. How do you provide some guidance to them around what they can potentially achieve in their career, whether it's in an elected official uh, type of position in a legislative uh, affairs area or some other space? What do you provide these young folks? Yeah. So I think
2: um, we are very lucky in this region to have institutions, whether it be on the Philadelphia side of the Delaware River or on the New Jersey side, where we have institutions that will train individuals through their educational programming to be able to uh, really compete with uh, some of our other institutions uh, around the country in Northern New Jersey, uh, for opportunities to work in politics and and to maybe uh, cut their teeth in, in state legislative politics in Trenton. I try to use my story in that I was the first person in my family to graduate from college, realizing I had an interest in public service and politics, I really try to use that as an, as an example for people who, who may be in the same boat that may be trying to do something where they have to step out of their comfort zone to take an internship with a, an elected official or to run for office for the first time. As I look back, I realize those were... Uh, Some of the most rewarding experiences of my life. But I remember at the time that I I took those steps, it was very nerve wracking. And um, I try to make sure that through our work with the county government, as well as uh, with my work uh, for our U.S. Senator Cory Booker, that we are providing opportunities through internships. Because I realized how much internships meant to me while I was in college. We're, for sure. We're providing those internships and really trying to make sure that if anybody that are qualified individuals or people who have expressed interest in, in participating or serving in an internship, if they want that opportunity, then we're doing our best to make sure that they have it because those opportunities in South Jersey, comparably to North Jersey, I would say on the fewer, uh, mm-hmm. they're, sure, they're, not, I understand. they're not as plentiful. So yeah. we're, we're making sure that those opportunities are there for people who want them for the first time. And really to let them take their you know a dip in the water with their their toes to see if it's something they they might be interested in in doing as a career right uh, but th- those are the the kinds of advice and you know experiences that that we can as young elected officials we can can help in talking with our younger generation to see if it's something they they want to pursue in in terms of a career in public service
1: opening those doors especially for young people that gives them awareness and access to different experiences so they can shape their career it's so important and, and it's a great initiative that you and the team Anymore are offering. I do want to transition to a question about the future, because like many communities, there's peaks and valleys, and without a doubt, our our friends and colleagues and neighbors in, in the city of Camden, they've been in a little bit of a valley, come out on a peak and then plateaued a little bit, and without a doubt too, there's traction today like never before, and we see this renaissance happening in Camden. So I wanna start, Ruben, with you from an American water perspective, and frankly, someone who's relatively new to the greater Philadelphia community. Where do you see American water, and for that matter, you can weave in the Camden component to it in the next three years, five years, ten years from now? I believe that we're going to continue to play a significant role in the greater Philadelphia
0: area, but especially in Camden. As I said earlier, there is a great pool there. There's a great number of people to pull from, to train. And uh, we're doing that. We are already taking action in that we're working with the Camden City School System on developing a STEM lab. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to be able to influence the future of Camden and uh, educate more or help provide opportunities for Camden youth, that's a key facet to our decision to be in Camden. Mm -hmm. And I think we will be in Camden for a long time. Generation. We just built a building. That's right. <laughs> but uh, the fact of the matter is that that
1: we are deeply invested in the community. No doubt about it. And uh, Bill, from your view, not only as a Camden County freeholder, but as a proud resident of Camden County, as someone who has a deep, proud roots in the city of Camden. What's your view on where Camden's going in the next 3, 5, 10 years? Sure. I think
2: Camden will continue to rise, uh, as I had mentioned earlier. I think that as countywide elected official, and I know that our other government leaders speak to this idea, this vision, but in the city of Camden, I think many of our local officials feel that there's a three-legged stool that's taking place, mm-hmm. and that includes economic development, public safety, and um, improvements in our public school systems. And so what we're seeing over time is that in terms of public safety, Camden is arguably not just Camden City, but Camden County, arguably is the safest it's been in my in my lifetime in over 30 years. And that's because of certain changes that have occurred over the last few years, revamping the police department, adding more police on the streets, embracing a new community policing model that was hailed in 2015 by President Obama, who came to Camden to say this is the model that other cities that are looking to turn their their issues around should be following. Camden City was the model in police work, and the president came here to specifically say that. Uh, In education, we've had a 17-point rise in graduation rates from 2012 to 2017, Wow. going from 49% to 66%. That's great. We've halved the number in dropouts from 21% in 2012 to 11% in 2017. And then just to speak on, which we've been talking quite, quite frankly for much of this conversation about the economic development aspect of mm-hmm. this, we've had dozens of companies coming to Camden. We're doing work from the governmental side to make sure that our residents have those opportunities for employment through training programs. So much so that in 2016, Camden City and Camden County was rated as the highest job growth in the nation for, I believe it was the third or fourth quarter of 2016. Those numbers, when you put them together, again, as a three-legged stool, that's what we think over the next three, five, 10 years. If we're able to continue to build on those pieces, we're going to come back here in 10 years and be able to talk about that book that is being written about the city of Camden and um, which other cities in the country could use that,
1: that advice. Absolutely. It is a book that's being written about the city of Camden and it's going to be a great book because it's not just about growth, it's about inclusive growth where everybody in the community is taking part in it. So, you know, Ruben, one of the things that really defines a company is how its employees embrace the community where they live and work every day. And I know that has to be evolving at American Wood, or as you guys get ready to unpack and get settled in into your new space, but it started long before that. It
0: did. It did. And, uh, you know, we intended on supporting the Camden community from the beginning, from the second we made the decision to move to Camden. And that's that's been a developing type of volunteer if you will a volunteer effort for Mm -hmm. us and our employees are at the heartbeat of that effort they not only the company are invested in camden as well for example in september of this year we intended on doing five to six outreach programs Mm -hmm. we ended up doing 15 outreach programs with participation of 270 employees clocking
1: approximately 1,100 hours, and that's wow. just in one, in month. one month. In that's one incredible. month. That's incredible. You know what's inspiring about that is you know, companies can write checks, and certainly we need financial support of our community initiatives, but it's a whole other thing when employees actually roll up their sleeves and give of their own time or some of their company time to actually get into the uh, the fabric of the community, if you will.
0: And that's just it. So if you're really thinking numbers, one-third of our employees that are moving to Camden have already
1: participated in the community, and that's just going to grow. Yeah, that's really great and really inspiring, and it really puts the American Water message and brand front and center, and that's appreciated. Cool. Good. Thanks. All right. Cool. Hey, can I um, – if it's
2: all right with you, yeah, I, please. I'd like to just clarify that, that, that three-legged stool uh, yeah, comment. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure I emphasize that again. Yeah, um, I don't think I need a question if it's already out. Yeah, I'll yeah, just, absolutely. Uh, so the Cam- Camden's leaders are embracing this idea of a three-legged stool that includes economic development, uh, improvements in our public safety, and, and improvements in our school system. Um, I, yeah, I think I'll leave it there. Yeah. Um, and then if, if it's helpful, and I think this goes to maybe speak to uh, the impact that uh, Ruben and the employees of American Water yeah. will bring to the table, it's one example of a story that I've said in other uh, interviews. Um So in living downtown and working downtown, as I'd go to restaurants for lunch and interact with folks and take meetings, I actually, when I think of one example of sort of what this means locally in terms of having hundreds of employees come to the city of Camden, I recently walked into uh, one of the local pizza places. And um, when when you walk into a pizza place, you know how they have their pizza laid out for you to pick a slice. Sure. Uh, Well, I've lived here for the last four and a half years. Historically, there's been about one row Of pizza that's available for people coming in to, to choose from. Recently, as I walked into this pizza place, they've added two additional shelves, tripling the amount of food that they're offering. And that's just in one daily lunch rush. Right. And to me, that's sort of a, an example that I think that might be overlooked or not evident to the, the person that may, might be visiting the city for a day. But for somebody that lives down here, that's one example of, in my own opinion, one example of how you can see the impact to that individual business and the fact that they're having now to probably produce three times as, as much food in a given day or in a given week or in a given year, uh, now that there's the
1: demand that's there in downtown that wasn't there before it's an excellent real life example Mm -hmm. that goes down to the neighborhood level of the economic ripple effect that investments, whether it's legislative or business investments, having directly on our community. It's really great. I love that. That's a great example. And folks, we've been speaking with Bill Mowen. Bill is uh, Camden County Board of Chosen Freeholders. And we are joined by Ruben Rodriguez, who's part of the communications leadership team at American Water. I want to thank both of you for taking time out to join us here on Growing Greater Philadelphia, because not only are you personally and professionally investing in the growth of Camden, the city and the county, but also the greater Philadelphia region, your companies, your organizations as elected officials and as publicly traded companies, you are driving that future. You are driving the traction that will lead to additional growth. That's what it's all about, is attracting additional economic vibrancy through new jobs and new companies and new talent that will make our future in the greater Philadelphia region even brighter than it already is. So thank you both for taking time out to join us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Hey, this segment of Growing Greater Philadelphia is brought to us by Independence Blue Cross. They're a proud sponsor of Select Greater Philadelphia. Independence Blue Cross is the largest health insurer of the Philadelphia region, serving more than 2.5 million people locally and 8.5 million people in 23 states and Washington, D.C. You can learn more about Independence Blue Cross at IBX.com. Check out all of our podcasts and tune in Friday mornings, 5 a.m. on Talk Radio 1210 WPA. Thanks so much for listening to Growing Greater Philadelphia.